Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Timed impeccably this afternoon Second half's just getting underway Particularly uh, in Hamilton We're watching that one Partick Thistle scored just before the break Which really does change the Half-time team talks And we are underway The Derek McInnes era Is up and running They're 1-0 to the good Against Queen of the South The fairy tale Don't tell me That the fairy tale starts to unravel For our broth The Lee Bullen effect Air United are 1-up against our broth Wraith Rovers are one up at Inverness Result of the day though No doubt about it whatsoever George Bowie will have extra boom boom music on For you tonight Hugh Keevans Because Morton are 3-0 up against them Fairman. I think it's a dreadful result for John Hughes The Dunfermline manager But wonderful for Dougie Emery The Morton manager This puts uh, Dunfermline in serious jeopardy At the foot of the table uh, they're, they're simply not improving under John Hughes As the German owners of the club Had hoped they would do And a result Well it's not yet a result It's a scoreline But a very very worrying scoreline uh, Could it be Dunfermline I, I mean I'm old enough to remember When Dunfermline played European football uh, I'm old enough to remember Dunfermline winning the Scottish Cup uh, But I'm now looking at A club in serious Serious decline yeah, I mean they've had a couple of wins and a couple of draws recently, so that's the the overall picture. Not drastic yet, but you're right. That's one of those results that will cause some concern. I think our colleague Stephen Mill is the only Dunfermline fan I know. Mm. I think he is, but luckily mm. for him, he's in New York. He's miles away. Probably <laughs> place New York. They doing a two for one. Over he, <laughs> oh, and you know, what I was going to say he'll be doing something else and he'll have his mind off it, but he's already been in touch to I say see. they're getting relegated as far as he's concerned. So there we go. What yeah, a way to ruin your holiday. Fears. What a way to ruin your holiday What a great commitment to the cause Producer Callum's been, yeah. In, yeah, been in New York Flight cancelled last night um, Then another one delayed Missed his connection this morning And mm. had to pretty much run straight from, from the airport To come in here and, and make sure the show went ahead See Callum has shown the same high regard for a super scoreboard mm. That I did last night By hauling all of you Out of yes, your you beat did. the pundit shame Oh well done to you Every oh, well single you. one of yes. you In fact you're all guilty You're not mm-hmm. yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly Monday night Ray loses at Beat the Pundit Tuesday night DL Tie loses breaker. Wednesday Ray loses again Thursday Wilson Ooh. loses We're heading for the first ever Whitewash For the listeners And for the second time Hugh Keevans has to Save come in day. On the Friday And rescue There was a panic attack In the middle of it When I somehow Managed to think That Rangers had the worst Goal difference in the league <laughs> But <laughs> how can you win after saying <laughs> that Rangers will get the worst goal difference in the league? I don't know. Well done, Hugh. Yes, brilliant. Well done, Hugh. Installed back into the team. That's it. Uh, right, let's do this, Hugh. Let's see. You're, you, you've become the quiz master for this. The second half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Like this one I have played alongside Neil McCann Daniel Agger And Darius Adamchuk I have been managed by Jim Duffy And Michael Loudrup I have won the league And cup In two different countries One of them being Scotland I've played In a World Cup tournament Who am I? That's a cracker That is an absolute cracker Played alongside Neil McCann Daniel Agger And Darius Adamchuk been managed by Jim Duffy and Michael Loudrup Won the league and the cup in two different countries One of them being Scotland <laughs> And I've played in a World Cup 
tournament. Who am I? <laughs> At Clyde SSB That's where they send you answers the, thing, the reason I'm laughing Have you ever seen I'm usually concentrating on something else DL closes his eyes To, uh, to, to listen to the <laughs> question info. For yeah. ages It's a long question right <laughs> And he, he's got the, So I managed, to, I managed to get a picture of him I seen you while, Whilst his eyes were shut joking. And whilst Hugh was reading out the question He kept his eyes shut for the full question And then when Hugh repeated it They were still <laughs> shut Absolutely <laughs> He's absorbing Seriously. the information. Exactly. Well, um, and Roger Hanna is a master at it. If you want, <laughs> oh, oh, that's no good. No, that's it. Oh, no good. Do, do not yeah. put that out. I've got to. I've got no, to. No, do not put that. The out. people listening will demand to see it. No, forget the people that's listening. Yeah. Roger Hanna has got that teaser already. Oh, do you yeah. think he sat Shoking. with his eyes shut? Probably did. Roger is a master at his eyes shut. On a Tuesday night Yeah But see I need to put that on Twitter Let me see Because it. everyone's listening yeah. They'll want to know it's What, a few what you seen that like. face <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway Right At Clyde SSB If you know the answer To the who am I Send us a tweet over there oh, uh, And try and beat everyone else You'll need to go Something to beat Roger Hanna He's got it already But you can give it a go At Clyde SSB Hugh Keevans Bad news for you The I'll Seals never, West ever, Brom won Brighton nil. I'll never listen to Eric Clapton again Sorry, he's a celebrity West Brom supporter. Right, okay. Eric Clapton. Is he? So they're oh, one up. So good bit of information there, Hugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, fund of all knowledge. You really are. Honestly, where would we be without you? In fact, don't answer that. You can no. also tweet us at Clyde SSB because we're still looking for. This is one of the odd weekends in the season where we get to put the spotlight on the championship and beyond. So I wanted to know. This is a a message, really, a, a plea to you. Premiership fans Who's your soft spot In the lower leagues What team do you have A soft spot for And why A connection We've had everything from My dad's the manager Of Stenhouse Muir To I work in a bin lorry And one of the other guys Is a Sterling Albion fan We've had Sterling Albion coach uh, So it was sorry Partick Thistle is Near the house We've had I like their nick- I've had a like uh, We like their nickname Anything goes But obviously the more detail you can give on, into the story, the better. So, which lower league team have you got a soft spot for, and why? There have been some outstanding answers. Alex has gone Falkirk, Gordon and Mark. I've got a few. Hugh and Partick Thistle. I see. I, I, I just sort of follow a family member around, depending where he plays. So I'll go Stirling Albion uh, at the moment. Although I must say, hard to ignore our both, just because of the the fairy Incredible. tale. And also, I was up there last weekend. Um, doing some work and like, what a club! It's in that way that so welcoming, so yeah. hospitable. Obviously difficult at the moment because of restrictions and COVID and whatnot. Um, but was there to interview the chairman, and it was. I'll show you where the boardroom is. So see when you're ready, let yourself into the boardroom, and uh, just give me a shout and I'll be there. And I thought this could be a Premiership team in a matter uh-huh. of months. Yeah. Can you just imagine one of the the big, the so-called big clubs saying, you just let, let yourself in the boardroom <laughs> I'll be up in five I, minutes. I saw on social media as well, somebody put a picture of their, their snack menu. So in the Premiership clubs, they're all overpriced and there was an item on there diluting juice, 50p. That just Brilliant. sounds, yeah, sounds inviting right we, away. We were up there a few years ago, you remember? Wild, wasn't it? Oh, when was that, August, September? <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, I must say, when I got the shout to go up there, January 2nd Or oh. whatever it was Oof. Um, But it actually wasn't too bad Has anyone actually been up there When the, the water Does off the, off the sea Is that I it? think uh, and, and Gordon will know this Because he's a much bigger Motherwell fan than I am I think there was a game 
postponed up there um, a few seasons back. Maybe uh, it would have been a cup game, I'm sure. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think about that. I wouldn't yeah. like to put my name to that one. Uh, it's a very difficult place to go when the wind and uh, it's howling off that sea. It's a very cold place, but you're right. Lovely place to go for people. Um, you know, they make you so welcome. They let you in, if the, as you say, the boardroom, Gordon will look after you. Great, great club. And I wish Dick all the best because I think he's a terrific man. I've known him for a long, long time. He manages the way he wants to do it. He gets the best out of his players. Yeah, he's got a difficult game this afternoon. He needs to come back, but he's got character mm. in his team. You're loving him this afternoon, yeah, aren't you? Quite I'm, literally I'm Dick. hundreds, hundreds of responses to that tweet about your, your soft spot for a lower league team uh, hundreds Susie says I support Livy but I look out for Stenhouse Muir because I work in the area they're a great wee club that do so much for their local community and I love that I love mm. when that cuts through we had yeah. um, Brian on from Morton in the community last night we had him on the show talking about the great stuff that, that they do in the community helping uh, men who are finding life tough um, and getting everyone together and giving them a bit of a purpose and some of them go as far as to say that the project has saved their life. So, you know, yeah. let's not forget what great stuff our clubs can do uh, in the community. Partick Thistle, you'll remember, took a, the lead from a free kick. Gordon thought it was a penalty, and now Hamilton have a penalty. Chance to equalise from wow. the spot yeah. for the Ackies. Uh, What's your thought on the penalty, Mark? Do you think it's a penalty? Dream start to the second <laughs> yeah. half, and it's one of your former players, you two. Stonewaller, yeah. Dream managerial duo had this guy, Airdrie. Andy Ryan. Andy Ryan. Yeah, he'll put it away. Will he? Yeah. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. And indeed he does We've got a game on our hands Hamilton 1 Partick 1 55 gone Andy Ryan's penalty Cancels out Scott Tiffany's free kick And we are level Your old pal Willie Collum Likes to give penalties Stonewaller Gordon You, you never criticise him Did he get it right Alex? Yeah without yeah. doubt oh, the, player, okay. the player went to ground No no deviation in the ball gone Correct decision But it's interesting Because Partick Thistle yeah. Had an opportunity to make it 2-0 Should have Within a, a minute and a half ago then doesn't go across the goal and, and now it's 1-1 How much of an unfor... Was it a good penalty? No Alright oh, okay I, I think the keeper should actually oh, No I think Keeper that's gets a huge hand on that I think that's That okay. was an unusual penalty Usually when someone You know does that to put the laces through it And it's it goes side, in the yeah. middle It was a side footed kind of Yeah you get lucky yeah, I think you get lucky there But anyway It's in the back of the net blaming the keeper again I think when the keeper gets a big hand like that He should stop it Big strong hand Your keeperist Poor penalty Says David Friel There you go I don't I don't like to you don't like agree with me Is that what you're going to yeah, say Yeah because I And I've told you I've got, I think you've all got this thing Where you're far too harsh on goalies And I would always give the credit And what I was going to say is Can you ever really criticise a keeper For not saving a no, penalty No but I think when you get a good hand on it There's a possibility You yeah. could actually you, do better You make a you make a decent case <clears throat> I, yeah, yeah, good. We, we don't mind equalising that I one. truly believe that the, 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 the Clyde Super Scoreboard Twitter Must be the most unforgiving place In the on the, in the Twitter sphere like, like genuinely Brutal yeah. um, I mean s- Some amazing stuff Though comes in Like we're seeing today uh, Some loads of Absolute nonsense as well Of course <laughs> um, But I like this from We're asking you know Your soft spot And whatever else Craig Rankin says uh, I played for Airdrie and Aloha In my younger days So I've got a soft spot For them And Williams just replied I support Airdrie And I've never heard of you uh, uh, <laughs> 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 To which Craig I quite like that To which enough. Craig has replied <laughs> Craig says I was 16 So I don't think Craig Was pretending to be A, a top man In the first team <laughs> He was just saying He's um, yeah, brilliant <laughs> Poor boy Poor boy He should just have replied I've never heard of you either uh, honestly. Well, you know, you said earlier on about uh, that little bit of bitterness for the the, the Morton 
uh, mm-hmm. individual doesn't like uh, Morton. I think that's a, a, a thing, mate. It's a question in itself. I think you get a ten times better response from people you don't like Scottish football. Like, f- yeah, because we would, but we'll do that next week then. Oh. But we'll save that because um, but yeah, we'll, okay, yeah. but we need the we need the irrational. We know I'm not having a Rangers fan saying I don't like Celtic and vice versa. Ah, I mean, come on, come on. We're looking for a bit of imagination box, yes. here, right? I like that. I Remind know, me yes. of that for next week. What's your what's your of all your great phrases here, I think my favourite, apart from the one about your predictions, is Scottish football runs on spite, malice, mistrust. Mistrust. Love it. Great. It's, it's so true. Um, That's just in here. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we, we don't want to. The last thing we need is to give Kenny Miller and Co. bigger heads. Oh. We've already spoke about the Anton Dowd situation. They've also just signed Aaron Taylor Sinclair. I mean, he's like a wing back. He's not exactly a prolific scorer, but he scored on his debut. And Falkirk four, Dumbarton oh. nil. Craig Barr of Cowden Beath, sorry, has been sent off, and Stenhouse Muir have retaken the lead. Against Albion Rovers Sorry Mark No I was just going to say A few years ago That Taylor Sinclair was That's Well regarded You know Well thought of Went down south He was going to be a good prospect Went down south It didn't really work out for him uh, that's a good sign huh? Yeah Certainly is yeah. I've got to say that's, that's a good result yeah, You're expecting Falker If they're going to start Climbing that league They've got to beat Teams like Dumbarton Especially at home They're sitting down there ninth place 18 points They're in trouble um, The so, top three Secure in that, in that division You would think When he does um, So you've got Cove, Cove have run away with it Then you've got Montrose Airdrie uh, Then you have Queen's Park yeah. 27 Falker will be up to 25 So for me, they're vying for that last spot. Queen's Park's an interesting one in that division because we, we chatted so much about them last season. You know, throwing money at it looked like it was going in the right direction. Got a, a, quite an interesting di- sporting director, and would you say? Um, Where was this? Sorry, from AZ. Yes, yeah, and then you know went a bit pear shaped to find themselves a wee bit detached now. So, without they still without a manager at the minute. Um, I'm not sure now. they've uh, appointed anyone Yeah so uh, A club in uh, With a lot of changes But yeah. a lot of financial backing behind them yeah. QOS is the, the important one now Because the McInnes era Could start off with a real good day Because Arbroath Top of the league Losing Inverness second top Losing Wraith They're winning at Inverness So it could be a good day for them But Kilmarnock Also winning at this stage Partick Thistle Drawing at Hamilton So If Derek McInnes Plays his cards right It could be a very good First day for him uh, Falkirk Ford oh. And Barton won So Paul there's a bit Payne, of yeah. life Left in Old that teammate Paul Payne. Payne. Yeah, yeah I didn't realise he was still playing I thought he'd retired mm, 34 A young man No yeah. I know But he wasn't the most mobile Back in the last couple of years You just say all this stuff Because you know he won't be listening No yeah. no listen um, He could be stood beside he, me International recognition Did he Northern Ireland Yeah At the time when he was playing For Dundee United Him and John Rankin and that side that got to the Scottish Cup final with good runners. you know Mackay Stephen and Armstrong and all them gold in front of him yeah yeah, he was a good player for United is anybody uh, aware of what Gould's doing I know he's he did a good little spell he's Vancouver. over in, yeah. yeah he's over in Vancouver yeah. no no I know he's over there but is it actually yeah, paid dividend made some difference to them yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah very good yeah uh, right still looking for your soft spot and the stories Neil says I'm a Celtic fan but I've got a wee soft spot for Wraith not many people would say that No I must say Gordon DL Yeah well done uh, So me and my pal Went to St Johnston Against Wraith in Perth It was mental Because the Wraith striker Got arrested Getting off the team bus Because he had a warrant Out in Perth <laughs> 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 And it's a true story I, 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 
looked up and uh, yeah, he's he's right. Yeah, so that's Scottish football. Yeah, there we go. And this game we're watching, uh, it's livened up yeah. a wee bit in the second half. But Thistle should have taken the lead again. What a chance! I think it was a big Brian Graham there. Ball squared across, just yeah, got it all wrong. Yeah, came off his heel. One of those he opened oh, up his no. foot, came off his heel, past the post. Now it's Hamilton the other end, attack. So certainly a better second half yeah. than it was the first yeah. half. Oh, here's one. G. Taylor says Caledonian Braves Lowland League team because my eldest plays for their 08 team. You actually, we keep getting invites for you to to go along and take in a game. Um, now, the obviously, Caledonian Braves. Yeah. Now, gen because they play your neck of the woods, don't they? Strathclyde Park. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so generally speaking, you're in here on a Saturday, and, uh-huh. and it's not possible. Um, but I'm wondering if if we could then arrange that maybe next Saturday. I'll check if they're at home. Yeah. Could we, you could arrange if I've got that in my diary we, as well? We send you there for yeah for the show. Okay, hopefully it's sounds snowing. Good. Yeah, um, good. yeah. Well, okay. it's not it's not far to go. Uh, I got soft spot for a. You were saying team. the day that East you wish you were out at a game. East Bra- well, I used to go and I used to brave the elements and see the championship and see the Division One. I. I remember getting locked in at Dumbarton. Um, that was that was fun, but it's good to go and see the lower leagues, Martin, and educate yourself in this. I've seen enough of the lower leagues, thanks. Yeah, well, you went lower and lower. Um, well, but does there's one from England, Cambridge United, one Newcastle nil. Wow, Eddie Howe, there you go. Uh, Do you know what though? <laughs> they just don't care. They don't care about no, the FA Cup. No, it's sad. Uh, and, and, uh, it's really sad. Like, so of course, that's a shock, but they won't care. But it, it, see where that with Newcastle, I get it's about survival. But how often are you going to? Yeah, because it, it sets you back. But how often are you going to get the opportunity to actually win a trophy? Why would you not just play? Strongest play team. a strong enough team to deal with that. Well, you look at Man City well, last night. The, the answer is simple. It's driven by money. Mo- the league yeah. is worth so much that Absolutely, they figure that yeah. they can't possibly risk anyone in those games, and so they. Weekend teams but Man, flip, Man United put the, the nail in the coffin When they went away And opted out Of the FA Cup Because they had Money to make After 99 Elsewhere After the, so the treble that, 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 When Man U Pull out of the competition For Financial reasons Rather than play in it That's the final nail But you look at City last night They played a, a Real strong side they had a lot yeah, of He their, always does that, didn't uh, he? Pep's usually one of the better managers. So they treat it like they want to win it. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I really enjoyed that game, but you're well, right. But, well, but Swindon playing out for the back against the high press well, in Man City. It was well, I was, talking to, I was talking to Gordon about that in the way, and I just thought that was a foolish game to play, but that's the way they play, and unfortunately they get caught against us. Uh, a super, super footballing team. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com Hamilton 1, Partick Thistle 2 The Jags are back in front And it's Zach Rudden The man I said was attracting interest We're seeing links with St Johnston In the week that's just passed And he has scored to put his side back in front He's got 6 league goals now 7 for the campaign And he'll be happy with that one It's just a ball just stood up to the back post Knocked back across an instinctive striker's finish 3-4 yards out and Hamilton trail once more It's a beautiful cross Gordon It stood up to the back post And he's just arrived at the right time Daz, Daz you would love that Two yards oh, that's, tapping uh, Listen That's what goals are all about For centre forwards I think I love that You're right Alec In my in my playing days I probably scored most of my goals For that distance But It's a great stand up 
If you look at Hamilton Aki's side of it, I don't think Taylor will be happy with defending. Well, you remember much. we're talking about playing out for the back. They tried to play a square ball about 40 yards. Got, out, got yeah. get picked off, and then the goal comes from that. Yeah, but it's a brilliant header back across. Has, Brian yeah, Gray, keep it alive, yeah. I, you know, very unselfish at the back post. Angle's a bit tight, but. Just knocks it back down But it's been coming For yeah. Thistle You know Hamilton scored the goal But they didn't really build on it uh, At any stage And Thistle by far the better side Oh my goodness Crazy cat man mm. Caledonian Braves Are at home To Rangers B team next week Brilliant. That has got oh, you written All yeah. over Yeah Yeah Okay Is it Strathclyde Park yeah I think so What time's the kick off I think it's a 5.30 Brilliant, like that has got me written all over it. <laughs> Take two eye patches. <laughs> <laughs> why, why am I invited to Caledonian Braves? Oh, really? Just someone keeps my, my sending me messages. Uh, league teams, East Coast Braves. Don't see that. Caledonian Braves were wanting to roll out the red carpet for you. Oh, I could take, I could take that one. Yeah, as long as sure you I know, I know one I, thing. I, You're looking at the same biscuits as that there. And I'll find it because I know I used to go down to Strathclyde Park quite often, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, um, big fan of the Especially at five thirty at night. Hamilton won Partick two with sixty-five minutes gone. We've got Kilmarnock. Still in front at Queen of the South. I feel like that's been a fairly quiet affair. Derek McInnes won't Strange. care if you will if he if he gets away with the three points. Uh, oh, absolutely oh, not. Oh, I know what game of the day is. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Hamilton two, party two. Ooh. What a game we've got. See you all scoffed in the first half. This mm. one has burst into life. A four-goal thriller already, and it's an unlikely source. It's Popescu, obviously a much more defensive-minded yeah. player. Set piece. Uh, to start things off The initial set piece Actually wasn't great um, But second phase Is so important And it's lovely skill Down the right hand side It's another ball stood up oh, And I'll tell you oh, what The finish Big Go. defender Acrobatic Finish And into the back of the net Go yeah. Oh, keeper oh, oh, All day Gordon I was with you For the first couple But come on I don't know where he's found his goalie's gloves, but you've got to do, do better. Remember we were watching a game a few weeks ago and the biggest gloves you've ever seen. Yeah, that was Dundee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he needs to get a pair of them. I've got to say, brilliant for Aki's. I think Aki's are brilliant for. I've got a lot of time for Aki's. Part of, Ian McCall will be looking at thinking, what is my goalkeeper doing here? It's good play yeah. on the right hand side, though, isn't it? The boy feints to oh, cross well. Oh, yeah, yeah, great play, but oh, come mm. on, keeper. I've told you though a million times. It's almost like you don't listen. No, it's about I'm not listening. It's to about someone. where you list your your sort of priorities. The, even if that's a goalkeeping mistake, you've not even acknowledged the finish. It's a better finish than it is a go, than it is a, a goalkeeping mistake. I would consider it's a defender. Of course, it is. Well and that's a, the problem. Decent. Not enough credit where it's due. I'm not saying you're not allowed to question the goalkeeper. It's the order in which you do it. I said well done, Hamilton. Aki's great finish. But is uh, a good finish. Yeah, well, I said that. And I then I said you. the goalkeeper is horrendous, and he is a horrendous. That's the final Jimmy nail. Snedden. The picture of him with the eyes shut is going on. Yeah, he deserves it. He he's does. still as bad I'll as have a goalkeeper. Lawyer, I'll have my lawyer on to his first. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> your lawyer, your, 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 your lawyer's <laughs> busy enough. He's away. Injunctions. A huge chance for Partick to go back in front. Tiffany clean through, and he misses. What a chance that is! A brilliant game. Real frustration one. A frustrating one. Sorry. Yeah, great game. Tiffany's been good today, actually. You know, really pacey scores the free kick, obviously. But he oh should have oh, put Thistle ahead again. Ah, uh, do you know what? Who's he, there, David Friel? He, he won't do it. I think I can just feel like Roger Hanna would have a great pun. 
Well, with Tiffany. Yeah. yeah. I think he's alone now in front of goal, yeah, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. David won't do that, will he? He's too sophisticated. Certainly not. He's no, not, not going to chat for that. But he is in the old tabloid no. game, though, so. Headline. He must be able to have a headline bit boring, somewhere. Bit boring. Hugh? <laughs> yeah, he's well schooled in the art. Yeah, Roger Hanna's got them all well schooled in the art. He'll come up with something. Yeah, there is every chance. Uh, the, so the actual defence. It's a great uh, game, this, isn't uh, it? The back there were absolutely all over the place. Great game. Yeah, it's end to end stuff, Gordon. I have to say, there's only 500 there uh, today, but they'll be enjoying what they're actually watching because the first half was pretty poor. But the, the open, what is it? 25 minutes in the second half, very good. I think Ian McCall will be raging. I honestly do, because they've had numerous chances. They look well in control of the game. They've got themselves in front twice, and Hamilton. You've got to say, haven't really had to do much to get themselves back in level terms. But brilliant game, four goals. There's certainly a winner in this. There's certainly more goals coming. Oh, there's a prediction. 4 2 now. What a game. Ooh, Kenny yeah. Miller needs to get that defence sorted out. Uh, Stuart Carswell, 66th minute penalty. Still Falkirk Ford and Barton 2. The Comarnock have a penalty. So a chance Chrissy Buck. to double their advantage. Uh, it is a foul on Shaw it might be Ollie Shaw that takes it he's already got 8 goals this season it is going to be Ollie Shaw right. um, and we're still waiting Ollie Shaw's a, a, an interesting season because he's got 8 goals which is, which, said, is yeah. which is great well tell a lie he's got 9 Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Yeah, tucks away the penalty Much to the delight of Derek McInnes Queen of the South nil Kilmarnock 2 Looking a lot more comfortable there You have to say From the penalty spot Ollie Shaw So he's got Before today Alex He had 8 goals But they were all within a wee 10 game period And he'd gone 6 without a goal sure. So he'll be delighted As all strikers do To get back amongst them He sent the keeper the wrong way And that will be that, Hugh? Yeah, uh, and that will put Kilmarnock on to 36 points, which would put them just two behind Arbroath at the top of the league table. I'm assuming that Arbroath do not score against Ayr, where they're currently a goal down. Uh, Wraith would go on to 37, so you'd have Arbroath on 38, Wraith on 37, and Kilmarnock on 36 Game Warming in hand Game in hand as well Yeah so I think you've went a bit early there Hugh I think there'll be twists and turns oh, I don't have time for anything <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got to go early I don't know if I'll still be here at 6 uh, the, secret, the secret in the championship To, to go and win it <gasps> just, Oh my oh, days Oh yeah um, I, Tell me this boy's name again One more time Jamie Snedden He's having a, a, a torrid He's having a torrid He's uh, came for a British I'm not a And he got I, it in the end Yeah <laughs> I'm trying Gordon is the defender <laughs> Of anybody with gloves on But uh, you've got to say That was as easy a cross mm. As you'll ever see a taking And he spilled it Hugh remind us of the question please Oh don't I yes. close my eyes Do I take this in <laughs> I'm going to put that on Twitter right now No don't oh, do it's up Morton Ford And yeah. Fairland Nil yeah, Called Donaldson on goal He's just signed there I think yeah. uh, Oh there's a name we remember <laughs> Cedric Kipri sent off for West Brom Good Take it away Hugh Good <laughs> I have played Alongside Neil McCann Daniel Agar And Darius Adamchuk I have been managed by Jim Duffy And Michael Loudrup I have won the league And the cup In two different countries Including Scotland And I've played In a World Cup Tournament Who am I? Right come on We need more answers on this So take that information in If it's too much to remember Go to Twitter At Clyde SSB You'll see the question there um, Linda Sideshow Pedro David Rayburn The most common wrong answer Hugh By a mile Is Claudio Canigia oh. <laughs> He made me take off my earphones He's my To Canidia. whisper 
Just I, would, I, would, I would be willing to bet that Kinesia <laughs> left Scotland before he was 36. Oh. oh. I think so. What? Hold on. What, what well, that's the first the question? question. That's the that's first, first question. question. You're getting the two questions mixed up. What? There is no mention of being 36 in the, the, that was the first line. one. Goal scorers are 36. Are we back to the first question? Yes. <laughs> You've been hanging around with Gordon <laughs> Dale too long. Oh the, the taxi driver was right. I am George Bowie. Oh um, a few people are getting it right. McGonagall has gone for Julian Speroni. The goalkeeper. Um, Did you go for that as well? Mark Wilson's got it yes. right. Yeah. Stephen Carden's gone Frank McAvenny. No, not Macca. Ooh, that could be a big goal. Uh, well, I say a big goal. They're, they're looking good for it anyway. But Cove Rangers taking the lead at Clyde Ian Vigers on 71 minutes. Uh, Cove going well in that division. Um, okay, then you've got a bit longer on that teaser at Clyde SSB. Please send your answers over to me. Well, say nothing succeeds like throwing money at a thing. So Cove Rangers, plenty of high finance there, like Kelty Hearts, and uh, that, that's why they are leading their respective divisions. Mm. Well run club Cove You know even yeah. When I went up there Paul's done well up there But behind the scenes um, Dressing rooms And everything Top notch Doing it the, the right way You just wonder if The plan that they've got in place To keep coming up the divisions Worked till now You know And it looks like they're going to go up again And if it works next year That stadium That they've got And where they're located It's right in the middle of a Kind of industrial park At the start of Aberdeen And you just wonder if the plan goes to plan and they get go up and up again, it'd be odd, you know, for travelling big travelling supports to go up there. I think that's one of the only ones I've not been to. Yeah, mm. yeah I think maybe about three what's, left or something. What's the name of the stadium, Gordon? Balmoral. Bal- 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, Balmoral. Bal- no, Bal- that's Balmoral. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is that because it's near Balmoral? <laughs> I I have no idea. I still a good. My geography's not as good as it should. I think yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah I turned into beat the pundit there For a second uh, I, I've now put the picture Of Gordon Dale's Fuck. face On oh, In fact I've tweeted that From my Twitter account I'll, If you can head there At Gordon Duncan 7 You can see it Or I'll retweet it From uh, from the Super Concentration does You were taking it all in And you still true. got it wrong yeah, Mikko yeah. says If ever though, He's seen it already It's getting good feedback uh, no, Mikko says imagine. If ever there was an advert For constipation This is it <laughs> <laughs> This is Yeah Ah, you try your best uh, Rach is on Soft spot goes to Kelty I had the pleasure of working as a sports therapist During their playoff journey A wonderful few weeks Fantastic club And I'm delighted to see them doing well We're still looking for your uh, your soft spot If you like Your, your lower league team um, Curious Creatures has sent you some poetry Oh, bring Hold it on. on, I need to double check it first. Let me just read quickly. It's usually not too bad. You, you learn the you learn how to multi yeah, yeah, yeah. task your eyes, speak it and, and read at the same time just to see if it is is clean. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Good, why not? A good football uh, man like him. Daz wants to get back out there in the wind or in the rain, even stand in awful weather just to watch his favourites train. So next week, send the Dazzler to the famous Straffy Park. He's a well known face around there, although mostly after that. It's <laughs> 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 just about okay. Yeah. Yeah. Borderline too late now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, Falkirk 5, Dumbarton 2. Good it, night. W- it was consolation, Hugh. Aidan Keena. Yeah. Game over. That. Yeah. Um, so. Kenny Miller will be in next Friday to tell us all about it. (laughs) 
Oh brilliant Rab likes your picture He says Dazzler's dreaming Of his next pair Of golf shoes mm. uh, Gio says He's adding up His divorce settlements That <laughs> would oh, take some The eyes would be closed For a lot longer now um, Stu Van Bronckhorst is on He's gone for some Rhyming slang mm. And I'll just I'll let you use your imagination He's fat shaming you again I did Black slimming <laughs> as well uh, He says Decent And then he names The only team down south that Mark Wilson used to play for. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let I you used to play right. for Bristol City, by the way. <laughs> Do your concentrating face and try and oh, figure right. that one out. Right, okay, I've got it. That's a bit rude. I can't believe the listeners are getting it again. And do, you know what's, do you know what's <laughs> even more spectacular? Somehow, somehow, because we're watching Sky Sports News, but it must have been an ad break, and that's what's in the background. What is. Bristol say Bristol say Well The rhyming slime <laughs> There's a I don't know It's some sort of TV show It looks like one of these Period dramas And uh, <laughs> You'll have to go and check The picture out For what it's worth Yeah That's Yeah that's a great Great tweet uh, anyway back to the football Hamilton 2 Partick 2 And I hope you do all feel guilty For questioning this game In the first half Because it's yep. brilliant It's a yep. four goal thriller It might not reach The seven goals That we got between the sides Earlier this season but these are the days This is why we love uh, A bit of championship focus at times It is But like, We were right to criticise it Because the two teams Just didn't get started But cagey in the first half Soon as that free kick went in The whistle obviously went Time for the managers to regroup Put their thoughts across And it's oh, been brilliant Saying half me. Wow Morton I'll just give them a goal flash of course Why not Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Morton 5 Dunfermline No I can hear Stephen Mill crying I can hear his heart breaking yeah. All the way from Central Park 79 minutes There's time for this To get worse here. Yeah yeah. This for me Is a watershed moment You cannot be Going to the bottom club And taking a 5 goal caning And as you say Gordon There are still 15 minutes of regulation Of time to go uh, so this is an awful result And at the back of my mind I am telling you You all scoffed when I said it To you off air At the back of my mind I think there could be repercussions Arising from this game What do you mean? Not a chance For John Hughes? Yeah No He's only just in and they won I think they won two and Drew, drew two, two yeah. In seven games Well Alright this is, is this the seventh or the eighth league game That I say earlier? Eight, I think this is his eighth you um, cannot If you are the owners of the Berman You mm. cannot Wait, where'd, you, where'd you go next year? What do you do next? Well, oh this is silly Come on Come on Come on We, we, no, we can't totally We can't criticise football clubs For pulling the trigger too fast And talk like that Come on let's. No. I don't think that will happen At all um, It's a bad bad day But listen Let's give all the congratulations Do you hear me? Yeah Brilliant you, yeah. Absolutely brilliant do you? Can we Do we think On the open line Phone Stephen Mill in New York yeah, That'd be class yeah, yeah. We've imagine. got to Just to ruin his holiday Fifth Avenue I'm sure uh, he's on I can't believe it Yogi's not getting the job <laughs> The pars All the, the local lingo The locals would be looking yeah. at him And saying what's yeah. going on here Sick of seeing his photos On social yeah. media Yeah that would be jealous yeah, 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 yeah He's yeah, walking down ruin, New yeah. York And all of a sudden The number comes up 0141 <laughs> I think he's lost his job <laughs> He's going to answer that I think he will He would To would vent he? about the pars Absolutely You think he's walking down Broadway With his jacket Slung over his shoulder Like the Bee Gees <laughs> Bit cold for that maybe But yeah un- Under normal circumstances Actually I wonder if we should um, 
We've got time for a bit of relationship advice for, for producer Callum. I want to get your thoughts on this, Gordon, because you... Oh, I'm, I'm there you, for you, him. You're the man, but keep it, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What, what happened? So producer Callum goes all the way to New York, and it's, it's like the trip of a lifetime with, with Cassie. Uh-huh. Um, and it feels the need to meet up with Stephen Mill twice. <laughs> you're joking. What? I mean, once like, I get that, like your friends, your colleagues, you're the other side of the world, it's one of those like, oh, small world, look at us in the same place, like we'll meet up. Yeah, yeah, you do the usual. <laughs> compare notes, have a bite to eat or a coffee and off you go. But twice in the space of a few days? No. Nah, that, that, is that uh, warning signs? That is very much warning And plus the fact, they looked up an old friend that used to work in here, Noxie. Noxie? Yeah, again, no. but I get that because you're thinking other side of the world, you, yeah, you're not going to get yeah. a chance. But Steve, <sighs> you see the guy every every couple of days, you, you know what I mean? And, and <sighs> twice though, that's the thing that... I know, I know, that is poor I've got to say That's the reason why Cassie was at the front of the plane He was at the back and the way home That's all I'll it's say about that one over on the west coast She's, uh, she's in Florida yeah. But she came to, to meet up with But oh, I, think, I, I think we're getting distracted I think that's Imagine, yeah But imagine going to New York And meeting up with any trainer so Twice though Twice Anyway, the we've way. got one of these yeah. Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com <laughs> That's a complete lie It's just a substitution And I missed I'm, I'm far too distracted uh, Is that Stephen Mill's story? It's it really story. is it's, Must be cheap to that. go to New York just now then oh, Those the two are there Yeah Oh I don't know They get about Oh no they boys get good money I know It's not like us oh, There must be a two for one deal going on or something <laughs> <laughs> that must be the case over in New York. I've I've never really been in New York, Gordon. You've been, been, been never oh. really. Been. You've either been here. <laughs> 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 I was going to say. Really been close to that. I've never really been. I've been there. Oh, you're um, missing out. If, if, why have you not been there? Uh, I, I don't know Ali. There's a lot of places I've not been there I can't explain <laughs> 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 Why, Why have you not been there? I actually I went twice I'll, I'll tell you what I'll go in my I went twice in, in, in quite quick succession It was that good Quite recently oh, Went for the first time And then thought oh, I need to go back right, so. Can I stick that in my bucket list then? Yeah Because oh, this yeah. is a big year it's for me growing I was, was the same as you Gordon I went on holiday in the summer um, For the very first time A, a long uh-huh. time ago And then a month later, I went back for a pre- month pre-season All right. with Celtic and played in the the Giant Stadium. Yeah, so it was in New York. It was brilliant. What an experience! Hold yeah. on, every you know that way that when you've been to Tenerife, some guy's mm. been to Tenerife. It's yeah. always Hugh, and he's about to. What have you got, Shug? Go on. Which which particular story? <laughs> Take New your York. pick. Whatever the best one is. Uh, I went '92 to Madison Square Garden for the World Cup draw, and on the Saturday night, the night before the draw, I went up. To the Manhattan Hilton Hotel, and I came up the escalator, and I saw my first ever champagne fountain. There was a champagne fountain. Tables groaning with expensive food. France were making their pitch for the 1998 World Cup. Then I looked over to my right, and I saw Pele. I looked over to my left, I saw Beckenbauer, mm. and I thought, "What do it the way you're doing now?" <laughs> That's a bit better than meeting Stephen Mill in Central Park. <laughs> That's, like, That's a good one. Can't beat that. Can't beat that, Hugh. Brian says DC is better than New York, and I must admit that's outstanding as well. Had did it in the same same couple of weeks. Oh, what a place! Why does it stand out more so? No, I wouldn't say it's better. It's completely different. Ah, but it's just brilliant. Depends what you want to do. That's the thing. Seagulls are back in it. That's Told what that you. gasp was from Hugh. Just in case you were worried. Get that Cedric Kipri sent off. Jacob Play ten men. That's the way to do it. Uh, has equalised West Brom one. Brighton one. I'll get the Eric Clapton records back on there. Uh, Hugh, give me a two-minute warning on your teaser, please. Just one last go for anyone. 
I have played alongside Neil McCann, Daniel Agar and Darius Adamchuk. I have been managed by Jim Duffy and Michael Loudrop. I've won the league and cup in two different countries, one of them being Scotland, and I've played in a World Cup tournament. Who am I? This is the beauty of radio where I've put the picture of you on, on social media, but just by reading out the replies, I will be able to paint a picture of the image that you display, right? Mm. So David has replied saying prune juice helps that apparently. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, you know I don't like that sort of talk. Mark, don't. Oh, you don't as well. Actually. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. keep all that away um, from me. Mark Brown's <laughs> Matt Brown <laughs> says get get some of this, and he sent uh, a picture of Buscapan. Uh, Aaron says hope it was a hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> so, it really does. Um, uh, it really does paint a picture, picture of, yeah. of, of that picture. Although Robinho says that looks like me on the sofa when I tell my kids I'm not sleeping, I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> all been, been there, there. Oh, yeah, all been there. I mean, my my daughter's only one, so she doesn't really understand that. But I have tried to sort of lie on the couch. It doesn't sit still because she's one. Do you know what I mean? So, but I've tried to like kind of trap trap her between me and the, the back of the couch and put like a program on and, and try. <laughs> that doesn't to go sound to sleep good. And it only it lasts like, oh, like yeah. Keep seconds. trying, God. Uh, keep trying. They're overrated, kids. Overrated. Uh, see, that's your Until first mistake. You've let her into the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't let mine in. They're too they're too scruffy and messy. Yeah. I'll go visit them. <laughs> she lives there though. She's one huge You're talking she's, about the grandkids she's, uh, she's not paying dig money oh, somewhere Not yet anyway Take uh, it your mommy Cowdenbeath 1 Annan 3 Good result there Aidan Smith 85th minute penalty Um, Morris oh Ross More Ross is Still Cowdenbeath man Oh yeah Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Is he? Yes Well it would be short lived If he yeah, He just took the job over If then. he didn't yeah Yeah How are they doing? Yeah They're not doing Doing very well Tough gig it's a tough gig yeah. Yeah. It's a hard place To go and manage that Isn't oh, it Especially there You play there That was uh, I've told you before yeah. That was Retired the one That you, just Yeah Had a look at it That and was thought, enough oh, for you yeah. right, I'll tell you what Let's round this off In case we get uh-huh. Late drama Hugh The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online I have played alongside Neil McCann, Daniel Agra and Darius Adamchuk. I have been managed by Jim Duffy and Michael Loudrop. I've won the league and cup in two different countries, including Scotland. And I've played in a World Cup tournament. Who am I? I am Morton Vekorst. Morton Vekorst. Well done. Roger Hanna and David Field got it so quickly. You lot got it eventually in the studio. But as always, the standard out there on Twitter... Just outrageous Michael Smith got two bronze medals today He was the bronze in the first half And the second Well done Michael The dude was in second place Well done the dude But the winner of that first half teaser A man who knows his Morton V-Costs Is Paul Andrew Martin Well done to you Paul Superb uh, You are the winner of the second half teaser Right are we getting any late drama? Are we getting a late winner at Hamilton for I'm instance? I'm going to go for Aki's Oh don't be sorry no. In the next three minutes? No they hit the bar They hit the bar about what? Five, yeah, six five, minutes yeah. ago uh, Could have taken the lead It's so open Just now NTNs I think we'll still get something In this game No I think the result's in I've got to say No Q? late drama no No, uh, no I don't Not think for so. me I don't see any late drama oh, Mind no. you that's, that's guaranteed late drama now Yeah pretty much uh, Where else I don't think anything Well Inverness 
They of course could equalise Think our both are done unfortunately for them And for the fairy tale But a good start to life at air For Lee Bullen Yeah Kilmarnock look out of sight as well So maybe Hamilton is our only real hope For late drama Derek McInnes is the, the big winner Because it, you know the, yeah. those above him have dropped points No Rafe have well, Rafe yeah. have been shock. But, but you've now got a, Perhaps a top three separated by three points Go on, be honest who in here thought that was in the back of the net? I because didn't, I thought it was a decent there is a net, there's a sort of net behind mm. the goal at Hamilton, as Did you know. Do you think it was in, Mark? Um, close, certainly close. A free oh. kick from Aki's whizzed over. Sneddon just oh, touched there over. There we go. I told you we'd get it somewhere. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Inverness 1, Wraith <sighs> 1. Reese McAleer in the 86th minute. What oh. an important goal that could be. Yeah, well, absolutely. They've still got plenty of time as well, Gordon. You've Factor in the injury time uh, Probably five, six, seven minutes So I think Inverness will be Really going for the winner now Well there you are yeah. Derek, Back to Derek McInnes Everyone in the top five Could drop points today With the exception of Kilmarnock That's a handy way to start On loan from Norwich I think Reese McAleer A kid at Motherwell Got a mm-hmm. brilliant move to, to Norwich Yeah, I think up on loan um, At Inverness I think, Ruth, uh, I think uh, John McLean Will be happy with a point up there I th- I sh- ah, one, three minutes to go Four ah, minutes to go look, It's the most difficult place In the world To go and get a result of it. <laughs> Really The most difficult yeah. place In the world In the world right, I okay. could have went there With Brazil 74 squad And still <laughs> not <laughs> That was just you I don't think it's the same For everyone Well you check Yeah but they're probably About 65, 70 years of age now <laughs> <laughs> But a good opportunity For Patrick Thistle They're gone yeah. Shot for the edge of the box Deflected wide Keeper was committed And it just goes wide To the left hand post yeah, it could be that we get. Oh, it's cleared oh, off the line as well. Oh, Partick Thistle thought they had won it. It was from the resulting corner. High looping ball. Straight attacker does everything right. Really gets up, nods it down. Uh, but there's a, a ruck of bodies, including here's, the goalkeeper. Here's what where I think. think this is brilliant. Right, the modern day game. A lot of coaches don't put people on post. That's a very good if observation. Does if he doesn't put him on the post, they have mm. lost the points. Oh, yeah. Or you never know That guy might have come off the post And won the initial header anyway And the chance would never have happened No No It's all about Good coaching And organisation Putting someone on the post On the back post Yes uh, Nublaze had a chance Cleared off the line for our broth It might be a consolation anyway They are pressing Putting on all the pressure at the moment But two down um, Oh no they're not They're one down That was the false Yes mm. that's correct Goal yeah. flash we gave you There we go We are it's that picture of you It's just distracting me mm. uh, No end Result of the, the day I mean I don't like wow. to preempt it Because you two will have to pick on Monday night oh. But Morton 5 I'm firm oh, yeah. nil It's done We need to hear from Stephen Mill and Falkirk uh, um, In New York sorry Because Falkirk have gone 6-2 up And that It was there It was written I told you at the start Anton Dowd's Hat-trick Recalled from our broth They're losing They could be doing with them And Falkirk fans will be saying Why on earth have we been without him for the first half of the season? 6-2. Um, what a result. Terrific result. Um, just goes to show you, you know, new management team, new ideas. That's a, that's a key, Mark. Yep, taking a few weeks to come to fruition, but you mm-hmm. see it now. You know, six goals, doesn't it just happen by coincidence? Hugh, so. do you think George Bowie is... I mean, his music's already quite fast. Do you think he'll, like, speed it up even oh, more? Oh, like yeah, an, yeah, yeah. Like an extra... Extra rave yeah, feel yeah. about it because he, he hyperventilates. When I started uh, to work with George on the breakfast show years and years and years ago, here I am.
tottering in here at half past six in the morning to be met by this jumping bean. And it only only went till half past nine, ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, so he'll be very, very excited tonight. Boom um, will never be so boom. I think we've just had one of the most interesting responses to your picture. It's not the usual, mm. you know, stomach complaints and all the rest of it. Uh, Stevie Dugan says that he thought it was Colin Montgomery. He's got the old Callaway top Is that for the neck down? Who's talking about? I don't know. Monty was. Monty Monty carried a fair. Have a look at this boy next to me. Uh, Even Colin Montgomery's got fewer pairs of golf shoes than you, though. A bunter. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't me, I called you Colin Montgomery. Have a go at me. Garden Ben It's a bad day When this guy's giving Right We've got a couple of Full time whistles I think we have to go To the Derek McInnes debut Roger Hanna How did it go? Yeah Couldn't have gone any better For Derek McInnes Queen of the South Nil Kilmarnock to Kelly Are back in the teeth Of the promotion fight A well deserved victory At Palmerston It could have been more In all truth But a goal in each half Saw the new Kilmarnock manager get the perfect start. It could have been ahead in just two minutes. The captain, Chris Stokes, playing a ball into the box. Laid off by Scott Robinson and blasted over the top by Ollie Shaw when he should have scored. Rory McKenzie was next to threaten after seven minutes with a shot from 20 yards. It just went over the top. Chris Burke recalled one of four players recalled by Derek McInnes in his first Kelly selection. He had a 20-yard shot saved by goalkeeper Josh Ray after 26 minutes. And then Ewan East, one of the Queen's centre-halves, Two terrific goal line clearances to deny Rory McKenzie and Burke in quick succession. Queen's rarely seen as an attacking force. Skipper Josh Todd had a couple of efforts off target, but a breakthrough for Kilmarnock was coming and it finally arrived after 43 minutes. A corner from Burke in the left. Shaw was first to threaten inside the six-yard box. His effort rebounded off the post, but it fell kindly for Skipper Stokes and he bundled it over the line for the opening goal. In the second half, only Shaw started with a header from a Houndstrup corner that just went over the top. Queen's again very seldom presenting any kind of threat to the commander goal. Zach Hemming didn't have a save to make all afternoon. Just todded one shot in the second half, blocked away by Lee Hodson. But Kilmarnock pushed and pushed at various chances. Substitute Blair Alston was denied by a diving save from Ray. But the second goal did finally a come after 71 minutes Shaw bundled over in the box by Roberto in detail every Colin Stephen no hesitation pointed to the spot Shaw stepped forward sent Ray the wrong way a very good win for Kilmarnock a perfect start for Derek McInnes Queen of the South nil. Kilmarnock 2 what a game then or what a result I should say for Derek McInnes what a game in Hamilton against Partick Thistle David Friel watched it Phil Tim Gordon, Hamilton 2, Partick 2. I've just about caught my breath. We said it would be a game of the day and it delivered in the end with four brilliant goals. It's fair to say we can airbrush the first 44 minutes from history. That was pretty rubbish, but after that it was terrific entertainment. The first half was flat, as I say, but the game burst to life in the stroke of half-time and Thistle's Ross Dockery was filled on the edge of the box. Three jagged players stood over the ball, but it was Scott Tiffany who buried the free kick into the bottom corner. Partick Linger was brilliant all day and he should have made it 2-0 with the first attack of the second half that he fired wide. Aki's made the most of that let-off and Lewis Smith went down in the box under Lewis Mayo's tackle. Will he call him? He was a ref today. He awarded a penalty and Andy Ryan made it 1-1 from the spot. Thistle, though, they come back. Brian Graham had a great chance, fired wide from eight yards, but the big striker made amends three minutes later. With an assist, Zach Ruddy made it 2-1. Graham headed Richard Foster's cross back across to his strike partner and it was a simple finish from Ruddy. But credit to Aki's, they kept going to it and equalising 67 minutes. Andy Ryan this time clicked a terrific cross to the back post and Mihai Papescu's acrobatic volley found its way past Jamie Sneddon. 
The game was end-to-end -end at this point. Tiffany was sent clean through again almost immediately, but it was a one-hit wonder, and Aki's keeper stood up. Joe Hilton stood up really well to make the save. Both sides went for it towards the end. Aki's youngster Jamie Hamilton crashed the header off the bar in 80 minutes. Andy Ryan then came close with a free kick before Thistle had a couple of really good chances. Kevin Holt rose to meet a corner, but his, his header was cleared off the line. Then, just in the dying stages, Cammy Smith with a shot deflected narrowly wide. But in the end, a draw is probably a fair result. Great stuff here. Full-time, Hamilton 2, Partick 2. Yeah, great game. It will be a crime, Hamilton fans and Partick Thistle fans, if we don't hear from some of you on the open line. So let us know how you're feeling about your team's performance today and maybe... Uh, the season overall Pick up the phone And let us know Please let's go to Gabriel Who watched Air Against Our Broth Full time here in Ayrshire Gordon It's A United 1 Our Broth 0 The perfect start to life For Lee Bullen And the 500 fans here In Ayrshire Absolutely delighted uh, They took the lead In the first half 18 minutes in James Maxwell Still being credited the goal He catalyzed on a mistake between the Arbroath goalkeeper Derek Gasson and his defence. Uh, he trickled a shot towards the goal. It was stopped by Ricky Little, but then as he was heading back towards his own goal line, it ended up going into the own goal. They had a, a great chance after uh, left back. Patrick Redding could have doubled the advantage, but Gaston tipping around the post. Now, Arbroath uh, had more possession in the game. They had nine corners as well, but they didn't really have any clear-cut chances. They put the pressure on uh, towards the end of the first half but nothing gave they came out uh, after the interval uh, Michael McKenna having a strike wide just uh, in the 48th minute Joel Newbel was their biggest threat as ever going forward he broke into the box but didn't get a penalty it would have been extremely soft on the 55th minute uh, he then had a late effort tipped over and one cleared off the line in added time. But in the midst of that, the Air United captain, Sean McGinty, headed well over. And that was probably the third best chance. So Air United definitely had all of the best chances and they, they could point to that and say that a 1-0 was a fair result. So it is a winning start to life for Lee Bull. And Air now just three points behind sixth place Hamilton Ackies. But more importantly, they are six clear of bottom side done firmly whilst Arbroath are still top of the table but their unbeaten run which have been going since the middle of October is now over and they are only clear of Inverness and Kilmarnock by two points although both teams have a game in hand full time here at Somerset Park A United 1 Arbroath 0 What a result that is how did it finish in Inverness Wraith Rovers the visitors Dave Galloway watched it it finished here in the Highlands. Inverness 1, Wraith Rovers 1. Wraith carved out the first chance as they settled the quicker side. A Williamson shot was charged down and from the loose ball, Matthews' effort was saved by Ridges. Inverness hit back, D set up Mackay, who took the ball round McDonald but couldn't finish it off. The visitors took the lead in spectacular style after 24 minutes. Ross thundered a 25-yarder into the top corner of the net. Soon after that, Mackay netted from close range, but the home fans' celebrations were short-lived as the far side linesman raised his flag. Wraith came close to doubling their advantage with Matthews' stinging low drive turned round the post at full stretch by Ridgers. Rovers on top then, and shortly after the interval, uh, Varian looked certain to score, but for a quite brilliant uh, goal-saving tackle from Dees. Inverness had brought on two subs for the start of the second half, and one of them Duku had a go from just in 
inside the box after a good through ball by Sutherland, but his shot lacked the power to trouble McDonald. Both sides had a real go as the second half progressed and play certainly flowed from end to end, but neither keeper had too much to do. However, with 86 minutes on the clock, it was 1-1. Welsh set up substitute uh, McAleer to hammer a brilliant uh, long-range drive into the bottom corner. That set up a really frantic final few minutes, but neither side could find a winning goal. It's ended all square here. Inverness 1, Wraith 1. And now it is over to you, 0141 951 1025. What is on your mind tonight? Pick up the phone. We're here until 6 o'clock and we are desperate to hear your thoughts on either today's football, the transfer news or something entirely different. Whatever it is, please give us a call and let us know. Particularly you Championship fans, I know the way it must feel. Week after week, you're either delighted about your team's result or you're raging about your team's result and you think, I want to go in there and speak about the performance today, but invariably we're speaking about the top flight. That's not the case today. Championship in the spotlight. So if you're a Partick fan, a Hamilton fan, it was arguably game of the day. It was a cracker. Why not pick up the phone and let us know what you thought of it and how your season's going overall. Kilmarnock fans, how was that as a start to life under Derek McInnes? 01419511025. And to all you football-starved Premiership fans, we want to hear from you as well. Talk transfers or whatever else is on your mind right now. 0141-951-1025 After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel and Alex Ray are all here to take your calls between now and 6 o'clock. Please don't let them down. They're a very demanding bunch. So where your team in action today if so, what did you make of it? All the usual post-match thoughts, please. Whether you're happy, angry, or somewhere in the middle, maybe a referee annoyed you, well, pick up the phone and let us know. No top flight at the moment, but no shortage either of talking points. Rangers fans, what about the transfer window so far? Patterson out, Sands in. Speculation uh, for a couple of defenders, including John Souter. Celtic fans, Japanese trio in. Various players Liam Shaw Ewan Henderson Out Any more to follow Whatever it is You've got for us tonight Please pick up the phone And I particularly Want to hear from Championship fans Because I know You don't get the chance That often So let us know How you felt Today's football went 0141 951 1025 I will start By setting the scene I'll recap the full time Scores for you Whilst you get your calls in In the Scottish Championship This afternoon Air United 1 Arbroath 0 Hamilton Ackies 2, Partick Thistle 2, Inverness 1, Wraith Rovers 1, Morton 5, Dunfermline 0, and Queen of the South 0, Kilmarnock 2. In League 1, Airdrie 3, East Fife 0, Clyde 0, Cove Rangers 1, Falkirk 6, Dumbarton 2, Montrose 1, Alloa 1. In League 2, Stirling Albion 0, Kelty Hearts 3, Albion Rovers 1, Stenhouse Muir 2, Cowden Beath 1, and an Athletic 3. Four for Athletic 3 Stranraer 2 And in the English FA Cup Just a few selected results for you uh, It finished Millwall 1 Crystal Palace 2 Leicester 4 Watford 1 Newcastle United 0 Cambridge United 1 Port Vale 1 Brentford 4 West Brom 1 Brighton 1 Hugh Extra shift for the Seagulls Onto extra time Wigan 3 Blackburn 2 and some later games to come Including If there is going to be a debut from Nathan Patterson It will have to be from the bench He does start amongst the Everton 
subs this evening So 0141-951-1025 Pick up the phone right now Let us know what is on your mind Hugh Keevans, good day of football Yeah, absolutely And with many talking points The Arbroath fairy tale hits a, a disappointing chapter But it's a great start for Lee Bullen As manager of Air United However, the real winner of the day is Derek McInnes. He Day one, as Kilmarnock manager, not only does he win 2-0 against Queen of the South at Palmerston, but every other team in the top five drops points. He's the only manager to make progress in an upward direction. So you can't ask fairer than that on your first day, working day, as the Kilmarnock manager. Yeah, I have to agree The game we watched first and foremost was brilliant Great entertainment after a poor 45 minutes um, And I was surprised that Thistle didn't actually nick that at the end But Hugh's right For Derek McInnes going into a new club Not had a lot of time to obviously put anything in place But just his presence is enough to get him a result And moves him up to third Big mention goes to Dewey Emery today though 5-0 against... Dunfermline which leaves them rock bottom at that table a big club in real trouble a relegation now and Morton now looking up and uh, Inverness you just wonder at the top they've been they've been brilliant all season but they've just had a wee stutter maybe at the wrong time just now especially with Derek McInnes coming into Kelly and then things moving so it's been a all in all a good day's entertainment It's been a good day for Ayrshire clubs Two new managers in Stamping their authority right away Three points each um, Yeah I think uh, Hugh sums it up brilliantly there Derek McInnes will First and foremost make sure he gets his three points and Then at five o'clock He'll know the results And think it's been a good day for Kilmarnock That's just to start the lad to their, their squad in the t- uh, transfer window They'll be a big big threat But still a lot of work to be done there But I think uh, Result of the day for me, Doug Emery, 5-0, my old yeah. uh, captain, John Hughes. I wouldn't like to be sitting in that dressing room at Ca- Capolo just now. I think he'll be having a few strong words with some of his players. Yeah, it's an absolute doing. Uh, 5-0 to uh, allows Morton to leapfrog him as well. But I think when you look at Derek McInnes, he's going in there, get a really positive win. And as Hugh says, he, he managed to take in a, be the top winners of, of the day in the, the top five. Uh, and if they win their game in hand, they can go top of the league. So, positive day. Now we get a top four in the championship. Top four separated by three points. So we're galloping towards a blanket finish here. 01419511025. Come on then, let's hear from you. I know lots of you are fans of top flight teams and you're starved of football at the moment, but there's plenty of transfer stuff going on. So what about the business your team has done already? What about the business you hope they'll do? Rangers fans, should you go for John Souter? Yes or no? Celtic fans, what? Did you make of the Martin Boyle suggestions, reports? Is that one you would sign for that money or not? Whatever your thoughts on the transfer market, now is a good time to share them. 0141 951 1025. And of course, you Championship fans, I keep saying it because I mean it, you will often, I'm sure, be frustrated that the big teams, the so-called big teams, are getting all the publicity. Well, now is the chance. Your league is in the spotlight tonight. Pick up the phone and let us know what you made of the day's action. That's exactly what Simon has done now. Simon was on the show recently talking about Derek McInnes, so it makes sense to hear from Simon again and find out how the first game went. How would you assess it, Simon? Hi, hi guys. Hope you're all doing well. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> there was really big improvements you could notice straight from the start. I think we were playing with a, a higher intensity. We were doing a 
a high press. I think it's Gagan Press, or the, the people like to call it on the internet. But um, noticeable straight from the start how much we were playing with higher intensity, and I think that was that was crucial in the game. It was as easy as three points as we've had all season. To be honest, Queens didn't offer anything. Um, you know, there's always a concomitant level of risk when you go to Palmerston, but I think it was a, I think it was a performance that Derek will be happy with. But the same, the same areas, you know, finishing, we're creating chances, not not putting them in the back of the net. Um, but it was a, a really, really good performance, um, albeit, albeit one that we should have probably been even more comfortable with. We always look for signs of change Don't we Simon We, we often expect a, a new manager to walk in And make nine changes And play a different formation And completely revolutionise things straight away He did make four changes Personnel wise And or Tactically Was there anything that You know Jumped out at you as being Derek McInnes' stamp Yeah We were we, we were playing three at the back The last few weeks um, Under James Fowler um, I think that suited the The team we've got just now Went back to four at the back today. We're playing with that kind of uh, inverted left winger. Um, it was Ollie Shaw playing there. And um, uh, Robinson, Scott Robinson, playing as the, the lone striker. He was just an absolute pest, as he always is. Um, that created a lot of a room. Ollie Shaw coming out to the left created a lot of room for um, for Robinson. And we got a lot of a joy from that. But, um, you know, Polworth came back into the team today, which is a surprise to most Kilmarnock fans. He was subbed quite early in the second half. Was anonymous again. Um, listen, I, I really respect you, Kevins. I'm big fan of you. Um, I did a journalism degree myself, so I'm going to give him a little wee present um, early on for Monday night's show. The Howler of the Week is going to be Kilmarnock's penalty. Kilmarnock fan, obviously, delighted we got it, but uh, Colin Stephen, it was one of the worst decisions I've ever seen, and that went for my team, so I'm not going to be too, wow. too critical. What but, is um, this madness, Hugh? This will never catch on. You're, I thought on this show you had to just say that everything that went your team was justified and deny any other suggestion. Well, it just shows you what a magnanimous man Simon is a man who took a, a journalism degree, thereby proving his intelligence. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I look forward to reviewing the decision. Uh, and then we'll see if it uh, merits the Howler of the Week when Alec and I reconvene on Monday. Interesting though, Alex, because yeah. as I said to Simon, you know what what kind of stamp can you see? It's the same group of players. You've got a few days, I'm trying to think when exactly Derek McInnes was appointed, a few days to work yeah. with them. But it sounds like there was enough there for, for Simon to, to think that things are going to head in a different direction. Listen, when you look at the actual personnel who played uh, today, you know, obviously Shaw's got the, the goal as well, Gordon. You look at uh, Chrissy Burke coming back into the team. Uh, you've got McGinn in the middle of the park. Um, so you look at the, the, the players that they have, and it's a bit important when him coming in, trying to get that bounce uh, on the back of that three points today. I can see them really kicking on now, because I would expect them to bring one or two in in the window as well, just to try and freshen things up. And it would just be a major push, because if Derek McInnes is going in there now, He'll be most certainly wanting to get them up for the summer because, again, you want to be about the top trees, talk about it getting into the top six uh, next year in the top flight. So they've got the resources and the infrastructure. You just have to get the team to, to, to kind of get you to that place. Simon, how good is it when other results go your way? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, watching the results come through. Uh, the Queen of the South TV commentary, by the way, I had, to get hands, had two tickets for the game today. Uh, and then I got an email from Queen of the South saying um, we've seen your address is not in Dumfries so your tickets have been cancelled so nearly got into the game but I had to make do with the TV but, so you, um, you almost managed to sneak in flag it 
almost managed to, but nearly didn't. I think a few Commander fans were the same. I think they were checking addresses on cards, but um, so nearly got there. But um, so you're not I, allowed to be a Queen of the South fan from Kilmarnock, though. Apparently not. There was actually there's a guy, there's a guy who's a Kilmarnock fan on the on Twitter who lives in Dumfries, and he got denied a ticket even though he's got Dumfries address. So who knows what's going to. <laughs> Anyway, but, um, yeah, about the other results <laughs> The results went aye The results are absolutely brilliant um, You know I've always been a massive Super Air United fan So i uh, delighted for them To get the result Thanks very much guys um, But um, It would have been Handy if Partick had lost But You, know, you can't really argue with that You know The Inverness and Wraith draw Is exactly what you want Neither of them Gaining ground um, Obviously Arbroath losing um, You know I really like Arbroath I, I love Dick Campbell I think he's fantastic uh, I hope obviously he's disappointed at the end of the season but um, I really like him but um, you know they were always going to struggle losing uh, Nubly and uh, the boy that went back to Falkirk so you know that's that was always going to be difficult so you, you got to take the results when they go for you I think that Kilmarnock Derek McInnes was saying that he thinks there'll be two signings coming in this week before we go to Firhill and next Friday that's going to be some game uh, at Firhill if hopefully we hear something about you know crowds maybe going back for the Monday I wonder if there's maybe a, a way to, to change that game to put it from the Friday to the Monday to allow fans because that would be a huge crowd with the way Kilmarnock obviously with Derek McInnes and Partick Thistle pushing for the title as well but either way it's going to be a fantastic game and you know I'm really really happy going forward with Derek McInnes I think it's a really good a really good appointment uh, a good performance today some new signings a wee bit of legs in the midfield and maybe a bit of creativity and yeah hopefully onwards and upwards It's an interesting shout about the game because obviously the derby was has been pushed back a bit hasn't it for, for, to, to try and get a crowd in uh, yeah. to that one um, Mark when you've been in many dressing rooms I'm sure when a new manager comes in we always make a a lot of it from the outside about you know oh, you, need, you need to go off to a winning start does it does it make a difference like or a noticeable difference how big a difference does it give you that something to buy into just you know to, to get it up and running rather than it hanging yeah. over you for a few weeks yeah, yeah, without a doubt, um, new manager makes all the difference. Even when he's he's not had a chance to actually put his ideas into practice on on the training ground, just the presence sometimes makes a difference. Uh, just gives people that little bit of edge. But I think when it's somebody like Darren McInnes and his track record of what he did for Aberdeen and the success he's had, and Tony Docherty and Sheenan, then that gives the players, you know, even even further motivation to prove. And it'll be good. It's a perfect day for Darren McInnes. Gets the win. Results go his way elsewhere, but he looks at his squad, he gets to see his squad at a, at a fairly difficult venue uh, as well, away from home. It's not just a run-of-the-mill home game that they just go and, and breeze. They've they've had to you know, go there and roll up their sleeves and win, so he gets to see a, a different side of him, a wee bit of character. I honestly don't think they need to look round about them, uh, Mark. Um, if Kilmarnock don't go up this season, it's all down to Kilmarnock. The chairman's given them the supporters and you hear Simon there they've changed the manager now Derek McKinnon has replaced an experienced very good manager he's come in tweaked a few things today he's got a terrific uh, result results going for him in other games yes look at the squad he's got look at the the, the experience that Derek's got everything's going for Kilmarnock they've got a good support there when the crowds come back uh, Simon's right people will be excited with this appointment he'll be backed in the January uh, window Probably more than any other club in this championship 
So it's basically in the hands of Derek McInnes and Kilmarnock to go and get themselves promoted. I wouldn't be worrying about any other clubs round about me. If they fail, it'll be because of their own failures. About the pers- personnel there as well at Kilmarnock, that, that squad that he got something different out today. Derek McInnes is a brilliant man manager. I've you know, he was my captain at Dundee United as a player. He treated the young guys brilliantly. I had the utmost respect for him when he went to St Johnson. I heard similar when I went to Bristol. Even though I was out the team and there was many like me out the team, he managed that squad brilliantly as well that you always wanted to give your all. And I wonder if Kelly have been missing that sort of character over the past couple of years. Derek will be one that certainly brings that dressing room much closer to get her much closer to the coaching staff. Mark, That's all important. How strong a disciplinarian is he? Oh, he, he wasn't over the top he, he had his rules that he, he followed and he's the kind of guy that you just don't want to let down anyway you know because you just don't want to disappoint him you know he, he's obviously got that authority that you, you respect but you just you get you get guys like that that you don't want to let down because you see the disappointment in them and I think he got that across perfectly well at, at Bristol I didn't go for him at Bristol but at Aberdeen he certainly had that throughout the, the years the reason I ask I read a piece by Callum Henry this morning uh, speaking for the Rugby Park dressing room and he said the team had gone stale under Tommy Wright. How can you go stale when you are the favourites to go up and in the first half of the season you've gone stale? Why? Because the players will never take the responsibility Hugh, and they'll never take the blame. They'll always find some other way to, you know... Put the blame onto someone else And it's usually the manager As I said You've got uh, Derek McInnes following um, Tommy Wright Tommy Wright Was was everybody's first choice at the time uh-huh. Commander supporters were over him And when Tommy went in Just didn't work for him Wasn't right fit Wasn't the right place for him uh, Tommy's got to take a lot of responsibility Kamanakov now And all credit to Billy Bowie Who sometimes comes in for a little bit of criticism He's, he's, he's backed the club He's brought in a manager And Derek McInnes' backroom staff Will not come in cheap It's a championship So the, he's put all his eggs in one basket And says to Derek I will back you mm. Get me into the Premier League That's Derek's job Hugh, now. did you say Callum Henry was, uh-huh. Who's that part He's only been at the club a couple of months Well, the, the, if you go back and look at This morning's newspapers Alec, you'll find no, Callum uh, Henry saying The I dressing room had gone stale yeah. And I thought How can you go stale? You know, you... You must know what's riding on this this season, and you've cost Tommy Wright his job, or perhaps the style of football that Tommy play, played cost him his own job. I don't know, but I found the the, the word stale remarkable. Okay, thank you to Simon. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's the number you need to get in touch. So, like Simon, were you watching your team in action in the championship today? Now is a great time to hear from you. Keen to track down some thistle. Or Hamilton fans Because it was an absolute cracker A four goal thriller What did you make of it? What are you making of the season uh, so far? We're going to start hearing from the managers as well And of course we're going to take calls On the top flight The transfer business The season that is halfway done With an interesting conclusion still to come Good time to get your call in You could be up next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Gordon Diel, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson, Hugh Keevans, all here, all ready to take your calls. 0141-951-1025. If you're a fan of a team that was playing today, share your thoughts. And if your team is in cold storage due to the winter break, then let's talk transfers. A man 
is a Celtic fan on the line. What is your point tonight, Aman? Oh, happy new year to your use, okay? Thank you, I'm going to please tell you, honest to God, I've, every time I phone it, I don't mean to get a dig it. I mean, it's just the stuff he says in it. Something <laughs> annoys me. Good stuff. <laughs> really good stuff. Um, what, and what, what, uh, what point have you got for him tonight? No, 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 because if I say anything, then I, I heard his last show and I, I don't want to say nothing, I mean, but uh, it's, it's about Mark, right? You know, Mark, I just want to Mark ask, I feel sorry for him because there's so many Rangers, you know, people around him and the poor guy's alone sometimes. So <laughs> I was like, can he you know, give Chris Sutton a phone and help him out on the radio show? No. <laughs> Is there a point about the football in here yeah. somewhere? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm going to come to it, buddy. Good, good, good. Hey, let's go. Oh, oh, do you know what? I forgot it. No, yes, yeah, right. Mark, you know how the, there's a Scottish law. I was, I was, I was looking at the, you know, the, the SFA and that, and see Celtic can cancel the game if they have more than three people away. Now, God forbid, Tom Rodrick and Chogo, they're our two best players, right? Now, if they two go away, right, that gives Rangers an advantage. So, could we no ask for that game to be postponed? Or, or is it up to the SFA to not postpone it? You can certainly ask. I yeah. Think. It doesn't but, st- does it strike you're you not as Ange Postacoglu. I was going to say, a man, you're not telling me that Ange Postacoglu would ever go and suggest to postpone that game. He knows when you have players in your squad from that neck of the woods you know over the Far East or Australia and these games come up you know you run the risk of losing players especially when you you pick the top ones from those countries so like I, I think Ange Postacoglu has shown in his press conferences that whatever's put in front of him whatever obstacles are put in front of him whether that be injuries or Covid or international cops he's willing just to face it head on and and go with what he's got So yes it will Or it may weaken Celtic Because If any team loses Players like that It would weaken them But he has to put trust in the rest See a man You should just have come on And had a go at me It would have been quicker But uh, there's, I don't think there's any point In asking for A postponement Because Neil Doncaster At the SPFL Will say Sorry We don't have any windows Of opportunity for you uh, So it would be worse than Tom Roglic and Kyogo. There'll be more players than that. Uh, so from this distance, Celtic will start at a horrible disadvantage. The only advantage they'll have is they'll get 60,000, we hope, of their own supporters inside the ground on the 2nd of February because we must sincerely hope that by the end of next week, the Scottish government will have relaxed their restrictions and we'll be able to get more than 500 people inside grounds otherwise it will be an awful start to the new year for our club Gordon, Gordon I think there's a possibility Rangers will have a couple of players mm. away as well yeah. I think Aribo's one of them I think, it's only, I think it looks only like one P- possibly came out I think yeah. that rule is three and, three and above yeah. um, you can you can certainly request it you know what this city's like a man rival fans will say you're running scared no, 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 no. We're not really scared. I mean, it's a, you know what it is? Rangers run it a few seasons when they, when they got to the... Remember the UEFA Cup final? And the season had to go ahead a week. So why can't Celtic take a season ahead no, a week? I don't, I don't, think, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think that's a good comparison, but I thought you were going to say, because a man's right, I've loved a few... Twitter is brilliant and awful uh-huh. when these types of debates Tell come up. Because actually, the, the first call... The first call we took on this subject... 
Was from a Rangers fan uh-huh. Who phoned in here A couple of weeks ago When all this was kicking off And said If we've got Aribo And Bassi and Balogun away At the African Cup of Nations Can, can we apply to get that postponed Because yeah. I believe there's a rule there uh, And it would be three and Then the focus has sort of shifted Because Celtic it looks like Are going to have Loads and loads more Doesn't Um and then, of course, you've seen the Twitter. Ah, you know that would be running scared. Can't believe it. And then, of course, the report because nothing gets forgotten in this place. No. I must admit, I had forgotten about this. Mm. And then you see the replies. Oh, is that right? Well, how come Rangers got a game against the mighty Forfar postponed back down the leagues because they had four players away on international duty? Uh, and round and round we go. Yeah, it's the problem you have when both of them think that the world revolves around them. Uh, but. Given that it's our showpiece spectacle Given that it's the only reason why Sky Television invests as heavily as they do In Scottish football They're not interested in any other game Only that one They show the other games because they have to uh, You would have thought that there would have been room for Some negotiation there If you're going to have For the sake of conversation A couple of Rangers players missing And Three Four Celtic players missing You'd have thought there would be room for negotiation But I suspect I can hear Neil Doncaster saying We've got no room, no space mm-hmm. Well maybe that would be another consideration But I suppose the, 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 there are two sides to this Firstly, do you ask the question And then what is the answer? I, I so think Ange Postacoglu would think less of himself Now I, I, I am guessing how Ange Postacoglu feels about this But my guess That's certainly the, the yeah. impression he's given yeah, On the, this subject That he would previously. think less of himself If he asked for a postponement He would rather confront the problem head on And I go back to the uh, Europa League game With uh, Real Betis Which Celtic played in Glasgow With an unrecognisable Celtic side And they beat Real Betis So Ange Postacoglu I think Always believes that anything is possible mm. Even a game without Kyogo and Tom Rogic and the other Japanese players yes um, thank you Aman let's bring in Scott and Govan and get his take on things Scott hi there um, I just went in there because I was interested to see what the panel would say about the last boy that phoned in about the getting old funk game mm-hmm. uh, postponed um, I was hoping you would answer it and kind of that I, they can get it Rangers or Celtic yeah. if Rangers can get it if Torebo on that gets pulled up. If you get three, if you get three or more players get called out into international, you can get it called off. It's an SFA book, um, yeah. and Rangers have already done it once when Val McCoy's have done it. He mm-hmm. tried to do it again, coming up with tears. So Rangers have already used it, and I know for a fact Rangers will definitely use it if it was them. So I know you're sitting there with Dan's there. I would know. Um, it's not really done to the managers. I think it's done to the board and the team. Yeah, no, the, do you know what? That, that's a really good point, and I'm glad you said it because it was sort of in the back of my head. I, I know that you know we always focus on the, the kind of main men, but they, they're the spokesman, uh, Scott. I think that's why sometimes we fall into that trap. But you're right; it's not Ange Postecoglou won't write handwrite the letter to Hamden. It will be Michael Nicholson uh, or whoever. Well, as a Rangers fan, Scott, would you want that? Um. Well, you gave me a couple of minutes to think on that. I was taking the fifth on that, but <laughs> I would not. I wouldn't want it. But you've got you've got to look at it. If they postpone it, they get it. It's it's putting another spanner in there, and I think it's. I think that's the way Rangers Rangers will definitely be looking at. It. It's just putting another spanner on the works there. Me personally, 
no, I don't want it. Um, but you don't know how the two teams are going to start when next week. Can one of the teams might go after a flyer, and then that game comes up, the, the three players get pulled out, they need to go and play in for Japan or or for Rebo and that, for Rangers, Balogun and that. So, no, I don't want it. Yeah, I mean, the rule does state that a club shall be entitled to apply to the board, so it is still a, you know, an application, you ask the question, um, for the postponement of any official match where three or more of its players who would otherwise have participated are unavailable through international selection. The board may postpone and rearrange the relevant official match in accordance with rule G3 for anyone who keeps track of these things. Um, I mean... Alex Scott has in the end said that he wouldn't want Rangers to do it but at the start of the show at the start of the call sorry was was putting forward that it, it, it would be an avenue open yeah. to, to Rangers as well sure. like I say it, it's going to be tough for us to predict right now because I think as it stands it is only a rebo that's going to the yeah, the African it, Cup of yeah, Nations I th- is that right? I think my Roof's also going to play for Jamaica right, so at that particular two. time so, 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 so it's obviously two so it doesn't apply to Rangers obviously Celtic may well have more because of some of the Japanese players Tom Rogic will most certainly go with Australia Because of how tight Japan and Australia is So if anyone's going to do it It'll be Celtic but Very much within the right in terms of that rule That you said G3 uh, Having listened to Ange Postacoglu in the last what, Week or 10 days whenever he spoke about it He says we will deal with that as it comes And I didn't get the impression they were going to apply For this mm. uh, G3 to be uh, implemented yeah. But you couldn't really blame them Alec if, if Celtic do apply for that Because of course, you see missing one or two. Fine, you accept that, and I don't. Th- I'm I'm with Mark and I'm with you. I think Postacoglu will say, "Listen, bring it on. We'll take it anyway." I think he's that sort of manager. I think he's brilliant for Celtic. I really do. I think he's great for Scottish football. But if I'm sitting in the position, six points behind, it's at home, and I'm looking at these players that I'm going to be missing, I'd be contemplating that. Really? Yeah, I certainly would. Yeah, because I think I think this season is so so important. That you've got to you've got to try and get every advantage, and if you're missing, probably your best player. We've not seen the the new lads. We don't know what they're going to bring to the table. But Ange Postecoglou thinks they're going to bring a lot. You've got Kyogo, who's their top player just now. Everybody loves him. Tom Rogic is at top of his form. You're playing well, against have some a players back with the hamstring yeah. situation. You know, you, you may have jotted that back by that time. Yeah, but you're playing against a Rangers side that's six points in front of you. If you lose that game, I like. You know, it's a long, long way back. So, would I blame Celtic if that was the position? No, I wouldn't. If Rangers were in the position, would I blame them? Not at all. I think it's too important a game. Gordon, the interesting thing for me there is when you read it out, the wording of it, me apply. They're entitled to apply. Yeah, and that, that's what Hugh said. That that's at that point where the board might say, no, because no, the there's time. no dates. There's yeah. no time. So, yeah. So, that, that's the interesting thing. It's in the rules. You know that you can do it, but it's it's not a given that it would happen. Um, I don't think Ange Postecoglou would be interested in it. I think yes, he would love his his players there, especially the ones he's just signed. However, I agree with Alex. I think Celtic may have more to pick from in terms of the guys that have been injured. James Forrest, yeah, Jota. Sorry, that's not the point to me, Alec. As much as yeah, they've no, given. They, they're making up their mind. If they, guys are, if they guys are still injured, you're there. You're seriously. Yeah, there's a it. team against St. Johnson another week, you're, you're and you're bringing at, on you're the young Dawson and stuff. Kyogo, right? Okay, they put him on the cup final against Tibbs. You're not telling me he never made that big a difference, uh, Mark. So as a manager, and you're six points behind, you lose that game. 
Then I think the title's gone Right So it's, it's that important a game You want the best players I, I do agree with what you guys are saying About Postacoglu I think that's uh, just the way he is he'll So he's, he's the type to sort of front up And you'd look for a way out Is what you're saying I would certainly I would certainly <laughs> no, uh, wait, Yeah I would certainly Whether I was in the Rangers camp Or Celtic camp If that was a situation for them I would look for, after mm. myself What about your team at the moment Scott What have you made of the, the Transfer window so far We're watching I don't know if they need to put Nathan Patterson on If he can help things Because Everton have just conceded In the first minute uh, Against Hull uh, Nathan Patterson's on the bench What have you made of that? Him leaving James Sands coming in Links with um, John Souter um, Nathan Patterson I was hoping we wouldn't sell him Because I thought he'd be a future captain um, Sands As far as I can tell Will be a good signing For the looks of it um, and what was your last one? John Souter. I did throw a lot John on you. Def- definitely. Um, I'd like him to go for get John Souter. Definitely. Um, You're a big fan so, of that idea, Mark. Well, as as big a fan um, as you could be. I, I think you made a good point. Uh, I think the other night was it Bassey's Would he play in front of Bassey or was that you, Daz? That said me. the other night. A um, great point, Daz. Yeah, it was. He, he certainly would for me. Um, I think Bassey still a bit raw. I think he's done decent, but. Suter's a better player In my opinion Than him at this minute In that position So Is he more experienced Yeah if There's a chance of getting him And it, we were chatting about it again It's not like they have to Splash out You know Three million Four million pounds To get him If they sign him On a pre-contract And then offer You know A, a bit of money up front Then he could be in the door In the next couple of weeks No doubt about it I, I think Sorry Gordon Just quickly I think if you look at it Would Rangers be stronger Coming out the window With John Shooter In their squad 100% uh, does it depend on Conor Golds and Alex or not? No. Can, can they be completely separate? Yeah, with, without strands. Doubt. Yeah, well, again, you'd look at um, Katic and you would think to yourself, is he a better player than John Souter as well? So these are all factors. Much can you get back? Mm. Would that go we towards? We said this the other night, though, didn't we? Worth bringing up again. James Sands comes in, gets handed the number nineteen, which is Katic's number. Just wonder if that. Well, possibly Suggests that maybe You won't see him Play yeah, for well, Rangers again Possibly Gordon The thing is They'll be looking at uh, All the Possibilities Now they're, they're looking At the boy Danilo as well From Vitesse uh, On a Bosman 23 captains them So you know They're maybe doing Their homework there So you never know With Conor Golson I, I think there's a lot Of Rangers fans Still out there Hoping that he, this guy Signs on For me He's number one Centre back at Rangers As it currently stands at He would have done it by now well, If he was signing Well 100% he would have done it by now yeah, I mean, Hugh, I know you felt the same. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't always. It doesn't always follow. You know, it, no. it doesn't. Loads. Loads of players want to take time and assess their options. I know you. You think along the lines of Mark, and you admitted yeah. it was the old cynic in you. Yeah, but, but I, players I, can make their mind up whenever they want. I, I know, but I think there comes a point where you've gone on too long. I mean, it's like Eddie Howe and Celtic. You know, someone should have pulled the plug in that long, long before he finally said, "Look, I don't want the job." I don't believe that Connor Goldson. Wants to be at Ibrooks on the 1st of February I may be 100% wrong But it's taken so long And has been the cause of so much debate And argument And he hasn't taken a step forward And I would have thought Particularly when Giovanni Van Bronckers came into the club He would have seen that as his cue To get on board with Van Bronckhorst And what he was going to do to re-energise Rangers I don't believe 
Conor Goals and wants to be at Ibrox on the 1st of February Yeah but we, the, I think the problem that we sometimes fall into Alex As we speak in general terms And we forget that every circumstance is different Because it's now that Conor Goldson's got 6 months left So it's now that the process of really exploring what your options are begins sure. And what if he takes a look at those options Decides that they're not better than Rangers And then he signs This idea that it's always been one way or the other just totally ignores the the human decision making yeah. process. I think if his representatives, if there was one or two offers down south, they would most certainly had this well in advance of January, so they would have had some sort of dialogue with that particular club. So imagine it would pick up at this. No, stage, no, and, and I get that, and there may well be behind the scenes, Gordon. For me, I, I disagree with the guys. I still think there's a deal to be had here, and um, I'm quietly confident it may well go over the line. Inside information Connor Golson leaves in February We did say Tim Fernland were in desperate states And we wanted to see if we could go to the states oh, And hear from our, our colleague Stephen Mill He sent us a voice note The wonders oh, of modern dear. technology Here is how he feels about Tim Fernland's 5-0 hammering <laughs> Against Morton, all the way from New York. First of all, I'm in New York, so why am I getting messages saying that I'm getting absolutely slaughtered on Super Scoreboard this afternoon? And yeah, I'm looking at you, Gordon DL. Um, with regards to the Dunfermline game, I'm actually touring around some pubs at the moment. I'm in O'Hara's in the financial district, and they're not showing the Morton versus Dunfermline game, so I'm actually unaware uh, of how the game has gone. Um, but looking at the scoreline, I would suggest that we are getting relegated to League One. Serious, serious mess that we're in at the moment. We need about six new players, and hopefully John Hughes is given the money and the resources to do it this month. Otherwise, we'll be down beside lowly Falkirk in League One. So I'm going to love you and leave you um, because I've got a pint sitting at the bar for me, and I'm going to forget that this afternoon ever happened by enjoying my final day on holiday in New York. All the best, guys. <laughs> the music in the background uh, as well. Just, yeah. just made it. <laughs> he's he's put money in the jukebox. You know what the music was, of course. You ain't seen nothing yet. But was it? I didn't even. Yeah. I just had zoned out. Yeah, oh, yeah. so uh, that's my fear. Stephen Mill thinks <laughs> we ain't seen nothing yet. But it's a shocking result. Dunfermline, bottom of the championship, looking at relegation, staring it in the face unless something happens. You bring in uh, a new manager in the belief that he will turn things around, and it's got worse. Yeah, interesting. Great to hear from Stephen. 01419511025. More calls and managerial reaction next. After they play, you have your say. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray, Hugh Keevans all here to take your calls. 01419511025. Uh, we're going to get some managerial reaction. Uh, as well from today's games Let's do one for you Partick Thistle fans It was a thriller A four goal thriller A draw at Hamilton Zach Rudden scored There's a suggestion St Johnson uh, Might be after him A suggestion That Callum Davidson Was watching today um, And Ian McCall Addressed that And other topics After the game I, I just 25 minutes ago We looked through I mean there's about Eight of them Have hardly trained at all And we didn't train at all With three till Thursday And it looked um, as if we run out of legs but then the last five minutes they came back really really strong and ultimately we've missed two or three great chances to win it um, 
and the goals we lost were kind of really, really poor, poor goals, very, very unlike us. Um, but you know that probably is down to fatigue, concentration, that type of thing. So um, we take the draw and we move on. I was very proud how they finished. We considering there's it was at least seven at the start and eleven hadn't done anything. So um, it's a game we should have won, but you know we'll take a draw. I was going to say because you haven't played in three weeks but they boys, some of the boys haven't even trained until no, Thursday, there's no training this week right until Thursday and people are recovering from various things so um, but we had a couple of unbelievable chances to win it um, so anyway we take a draw and you move on that's about it Go for Zach as well, and I noticed Cam Davidson was here watching on. Was it? Oh, because of interest in him. Well, listen, if they give us money, we'll make sell them, but if they don't give us money, they won't. We won't sell them. It's pretty simple. Um, Zach had a wee tap, and if Tiff had found him when Tiff went by the boy for the 17th time, and, and Tiff's got to score the one on one, it's a terrific chance, but that's it. Ian, is it just as simple as that if, if somebody comes in and accepts Well, weekend? it's just a fluid situation. We'll just need to wait and see what, they, what people offer and what that brings. Yeah, at least as if there's some sort of interest there. But listen, Won't sell them, he says. Yeah, well, the thing is, if the money's right, then they will sell them. That's the the reality of it all, Gordon. Uh, and it's a down to him to then try and replace them. But, but Ruddin's probably one of the better hopes of actually trying to get in to that playoff spot and then bounce up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the sums involved, but with all due respect, any transfer between St Johnston and Partick Thistle ain't going to involve massive money, you wouldn't have thought. No. And is it better financially to get yourself promoted than the riches that then come with life in the top flight? That is that mm. the, balance, the balance? Yeah, um, I think Ian McCall would love to keep him, but he's well aware of the financial restrictions placed in clubs throughout the, the, the COVID situation. So he'll know that the club has to, you know, watch what they're doing financially. Um, no, it's an interesting one. I, I dare say that they would get some decent money for for Ruddin for the job he's he's done, and it's how Do you know think it's difficult, want him. difficult now. You, you, the, the player, and I don't blame him. He's at party. He hears it's St Johnson Premier League. Okay, we can we know they're a bottom. They could get relegated, but it's a great opportunity. He could make noise as much as your manager saying, "No, no, we're not going to sell him." You know what usually happens? He's out the door in a couple of weeks. Uh, be interesting. I'm sure Ian will be desperate to hold on to his better players because he wants to climb up that table. Let's bring in William on the phone and see what his point is for the panel. Hi, William. Hello, good evening, guys. To you, how you doing? Happy thank New Year. You, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's just a point you were making about Ange. I know Ange wanted the games played, you know, but I think the whole point of the winter break was to bring it forward, was to uh, hopefully with a chance of getting fans back into the ground, you know. So if it, if there's only five hundred. Uh, for the Dundee United game and the the, the Hearts game and the and the, the the Rangers game, then I don't think Ange would be too happy about it. Uh, with, with just five hundred fans in the ground, you know, I think he would he would rather uh, it was postponed uh, I, I, rather than play the game. You know, I think that was the whole idea in the first place. Yeah, it was, but is that not a two separate issues though? You know, we're, that that was the aim of. Well, like I think there's been a lot of. Um, the, the the wording used around this has been a bit misleading The SPFL board decided to, to move it But it was of course after the clubs were asked for their opinion But that was all about the fans This Are we not clouding it now by saying you know, Call it off for international involvement And then that means you might get fans back in Is that is that not you know kind of mixing two different issues? Well I think it just strengthens Celtic's argument That the, that the league That the league closed it down early And put and in, in the sake of fans, you know, if if, if it continues that the the fans aren't going to be there, then 
for me, then it's part of the argument as well. Yeah, but you won't. Get, you've just mentioned the other games that you know Celtic remind me of the fixture list. That, that Celtic Celtic have, Celtic have Hibs on the seventeenth, yeah. followed by uh, an away game against Hearts at Tynecastle, and then Dundee United come to Celtic Park. Now, those games. Between that, yeah, but the, the your your main concern, I assume, is the league and trying to catch Rangers in the six point deficit. Uh, I'm very much afraid that it will have nothing to do with Ange Postecoglou or Giovanni Van Bronckhurst or Robbie Nielsen or any other manager. If the Scottish government say you're not getting any fans in, then you're not getting any fans in. And I no, no, to be fair though, I think what William is saying then, if that was the case. Would Ange Postecoglou, for example, push harder to have the game postponed on account of the international players? Well, well Ange, Post- Ange Postecoglou's first priority is to negotiate Hibs, yeah. Hearts, and Dundee United. And, and that's why I asked because you're not you can't, you're not going to move all of them, and you can't. No. So you, that, that would be that would be strange, wouldn't it? No, he will not if it's all if it's for the fans. I mean, yeah, I, I think if they they uh, make their application, I think it will be turned down, and there will be a tremendous furore. When or if it is turned down, but the SPFL will say we can't. You you wanted the the break brought forward, uh, so that we could get fans back inside grounds, and there therefore it took away dates, windows of opportunity. Call it what you will, but at the moment, Ange Postecoglou's priority: Hibs, Hearts, Dundee United, and then we'll see what happens with regard to the Rangers game. Who's going where? Okay, thank you, William. It was nice to hear from you. 0141951 uh, Let's hear a bit from Derek McInnes. First game back in management for him. A winning start to life at Kilmarnock. I've enjoyed uh, the few days we've had. We've only probably two full days with the players in terms of getting them on the pitch and training. Um, so really pleased with the response we've had, and I thought the performance today, first half, is um, it was terrific. You know, a lot of what we were looking for in the game. That striker play, twin striker play, that movement, plenty of crosses in the box, just guilty of not putting the ball in the net, which is uh, was the sense of frustration just first half. But in terms of the approach, it was good. And it was good to you know wake up this morning, not having that feeling of game day again, and three o'clock on Saturday is still the best part of the week. So um, you know it was good to see the boys win and, and uh, start with uh, three points. Only within a top five to, to win as well You could be top of the league by Friday night You know, I thought we played like cup football today through And that's what we've got to do There's 16 games left now for us And, you know, you see how um, uh, Interchanging the league can be in terms of results And there's a few surprises every other week And, you know, I think it's uh, We've just got to try and focus on ourselves And not really get too obsessed with others And I think the, we can control That was part of the reason for coming in that, um, you know, I feel as though we can control what happens to us, and I think it's important that the players recognise that as well, take that responsibility, see the bigger picture, and uh, if we can take care of our business and be as good as we can be, then we'll be there or thereabout. Understandably happy at returning to a winning. A winning situation in yeah, his return abs- to management. Yeah, listen, it's, I think it's nine months or so since he's uh, ten. I think ten today, months, according to Roger. Yeah. yeah. So you look at that, Gordon. Ten months without uh, been on a training field, but he, he had the nail on the head. As a as a manager, you want to win games, get three points, because that's really what motivates you to drive that team forward. And as you said, there they could be top of the league come Friday night. The, uh, I listened to uh, Ian McCall speak about the problems that Partick Thistle have had, and also the possibility 
of selling Zach Ritten. Uh So the game with Kilmarnock on Friday, uh, it looks from this distance as if Partick Thistle are playing catch up with their own fitness uh, and other issues at the club. Uh, so Derek McInnes, there is the excitement of a man who is back in football and saying three o'clock on a Saturday is still the best part of the week. He's delighted to be back. The Kilmarnock fans are delighted with the start. The players have responded to him. The ridiculous talk of players being stale in the first half of the season has gone and there'll be no staleness under Derek McInnes. Otherwise, you'll be watching the game from the stand, not being on the pitch. Uh, the fairy tale took a bit of a blow today or both losing against Ayr obviously you always like to hear from Dick Campbell it was his twin brother Ian who was on post-match media duties here's what he had to say no credit to Lee Bill and I wish him all the best hope he does well but uh, first half we were poor and it's not like us at all I mean it's summed up as we lost Mr Shambles but uh, in the second half you know, they parked themselves in their 18 yard box with 8 defenders but all credit to Ian I thought that we, we were near ourselves today, but uh, they worked hard and deserved No, I wouldn't say they deserved it, but certainly they worked hard enough to, to, to win the game. It's not the table, of course. It doesn't interest us. But uh, there are no excuses from us guys. Our boys are tremendous, tremendous team, a tremendous set of players. But uh, I don't know. The uh, started well enough in the game. And, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, the reasons for that we'll need to think about, but uh, probably too many spaces on the pitch. Not like us. Well, Hugh, it's been a good day. It's been a good day focusing on the championship and beyond. It promises to be not a big week on the pitch, of course, for the top flight, but do you expect another fascinating one as far as transfers in and out go? I think there's been a, a busier start to the transfer window than people had anticipated. Our transfer window tends to be all talk and hot air until the final day of the window and then there are one or two deals done. But this one has started with a bang uh, and there are talk of moves all over the place. I do expect it to be a lively week. I do think we've enjoyed today. When you have drama at the top and drama at the bottom, that's a league that's working the drama at the top, Derek McInnes comes back to Kilmarnock. He's the only one of the top five to win. He moves up the table. Drama at the bottom, Dunfermline expected John Hughes to make a difference. He has, temporarily. Things have gone from bad to worse. They're bottom of the table. Yeah, it's been a very interesting day in the Championship in our featured matches. As Hugh says, a cracker in Hamilton, a two-all draw, a victory for Derek McInnes in his first game in charge of Kilmarnock, a 2-0 win at Queen of the South. Are both, everyone's looking at them. Can they get promoted? They might have to do it the hard way. You're losing at Somerset Park, 1-0 to Ayr. And a share of the spoils up there in Inverness, Inverness against Wraith. However, the result of the day in that division is, of course, Morton 5, Dunfermline 0. And that means when we leave you in about 30 seconds' time, the man who's up next will be extra happy. I mean, he's always happy, but he'll have an extra spring in his step. George is up with the GBX to properly get your weekend going. And then Monday night, 6 o'clock, we'll be back. Make sure you join us then. <laughs>